are officially past the halfway mark of the 2022 NFL season as the team in purple travels to the city of good neighbors in Buffalo, New York, looking for its seventh straight victory of the season. Welcome inside the TCO Studios radio room for another edition of the Minnesota Vikings podcast presented by Pepsi. I go by Gabe Henderson, and as always, I am joined by Tatum Everett and producer Eric Davison here in Egan. And helping us break down the Vikings versus Bills matchup tonight is a man who was a part of the last Vikings team who actually beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, Mr. Robert Smith, former Vikings running back and analyst for Fox Sports. Tatum, I'm, I'm hoping he can give us some mojo to help us change the course of history, uh, simply because ever since that week one game in 1997, uh, where he ran for 169 yards, the Vikings have come up short in nail biters against the team formerly known as the Bison. Was it the Bison when Robert played them? It was not the Bison when Robert okay, played Okay, I was like, when was that? When 1947 was is when they oh. changed their name to the Bills. I'm not going to lie to you, I did not even know that. Yeah, That's yeah. my NFL history knowledge for you. I think you. his name was like Bill Cody. It was okay. a, um like Buffalo Bill? Buffalo Bill Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Buffalo. Well, I don't know him, but I know of him. You know Cody? <laughs> you know Cody? I don't know him. <laughs> I know of him. But yeah, that, I'm, I'm excited to have Robert on. Obviously, he did the post-game show for us last year, and yeah. there were so many games that came down to the wire. And, and you know, I, I don't think Robert was bad luck, but he's not doing the show anymore, and we're, and winning, we're winning. So I'm just saying. No, I'm kidding. We love Robert Smith and the fact that he always is able to talk with us about the matchup. He knows so much about this team. He loves this team, and it's really awesome that, you know, to see legends come back and we're able to kind of pick their brains on this because you're right. I mean, it is pretty remarkable that it's been, you know, since 97. 97. It was Week a whole one. millennium ago. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I w- I'm not even going to give my age, but just know I was born and it seemed like forever ago. And what's happening now, though, and I'm sure Robert is looking forward to this, is, is some of these storylines heading into Sunday's matchup. You got Dalvin Cook playing against his brother James, Stephon Diggs, Harrison Phillips. You talked to him earlier this week on Game Day Live, which is on Vikings.com right now. Uh, Leslie Frazier, Case Keenum can continue to go on and on. But for you, which which storyline are you most excited about on Sunday? I mean, look, it's just there are so many great ones. I just can't not think about this Justin Jefferson against Stephon Mm -hmm. Diggs. No, they're not playing against – like, it's not an against thing. Like, I just think this is a game where you become to appreciate – That would be nice, though, if they lined up, like, (laughs) one-on-one. One-on-one, right? Yeah. I'm sure sure they would love to do that in the (laughs) offseason. I I think it's just exciting to see. I mean, you don't see many trades – that end up like this, right? Like you get a first round draft pick for a guy who goes on to be great somewhere else. And you're getting someone who is equally as good. I mean, these guys are, have ranked uh, first and second against man since 2020 this season, they're second and third in yards. Justin Jefferson has more, but um, you know, when you, when you look at, yeah, what? for the people in the back, for the people in the back, exactly. When you just, when you look at this, it's just an exciting way, an exciting game to see. I, I really hope the weather doesn't affect that. I personally hope Josh Allen's in there. I'd love to see this Kirk to JJ Allen to dig style matchup. Yeah, it would be great to have back to your point of you would love to see Josh Allen. Like I, w- I would love to see him. But at the same time, if we play backup quarterbacks every week leading up to the Super Bowl <laughs> and a backup quarterback in the Super Bowl, it's a, I it's mean, a Super we've Bowl. Been having, we've been having that discussion, I guess, in, you know, I've had this discussion internally like all week with uh, people, not not like with players, just, you know, on the, on the staff side of things, just talking about like what do we want to 
to see. Yeah. Do would it be better if you know what what would be better? What would be more meaningful? It is an AFC game. It really doesn't affect the NFC record, but like you want the win so you can maybe vie for that first round by home in the playoffs if you get the NFC championship. And then, you know, but doesn't really because I mean, at the end of the day. But yeah, if you're the Bills, why would you play your starting quarterback who's injured? It's like, oh, no, I wouldn't after those games they have. They have the Browns and the Lions. No, thanks. Exactly. So that's my most interesting storyline is, is this going to be the third week and third time in four weeks that we play a former Vikings quarterback? Week six, we played Teddy Bridgewater. Week nine, last week, we played Taylor Heineke. Case Keenum is the backup for the Buffalo Bills. Are we going to see that? And if that's the case, what changes? Kevin O'Connell coached Case Keenum back in 2019 in Washington, so he pretty much knows this guy inside and out. So that pretty much changes the entire game plan. I think you do have to prepare as if Josh Allen is going to play, but I think it plays in our favor. I mean, if if any backup quarterback plays, that plays in a a defense's favor. But the fact that Kevin O'Connell coached Case Keenum, I think that definitely plays in our favor on Sunday, which the boom will be at noon. And you can tune in right here on the Vikings Radio Network uh, to listen to Paul Allen, Pete Bursich, and Ben Lieber break down Sunday's game. Tatum, moving on to our next point. The one big talking point, what's one thing that you were watching heading into Sunday's matchup? I'm watching these defensive fronts because I do think that these two fronts in particular can pressure the quarterback, and that's where this is all going to lie, right? Like, if it's Case Keenum or Josh Allen, the Jets showed us that if you pressure Josh Allen, if you get back there, you can disrupt what they do. The Vikings have that ability now. You know, Daniil Hunter had a great game this past week. Feels like a lot of people are keying up on Zedarius, which is allowing Daniil to be more free. But now, obviously, Daniil's making some noise. So yeah. do they? how do they approach that? Because he's coming off statistically his best game. And you've got another monster on the other side. So kind of pick your poison there. But I do think that the Bills, with their defense, is just as good. Obviously, they're just as good as the pass at the, as they are the run. They're yeah. top 10 in both, which is scary. But, you know, if this line can give Kirk Cousins times, rebound. Because I do think that that was a tough game for them last week, right? So I, I'm watching the trenches. This is going to, you know, it, it will be the catalyst to to success offensively. I feel like that's kind of like football 101. But, like, these quarterbacks need their time to to throw, and, and it's all going to start up front. Win the trenches, you win the game. Well, last week the, the Bills lost the trenches to the New York Jets. They gave yeah. up 204 rushing yards, and that's the reason why they lost the game. So um, just building on that point, my one big talking point is can this Vikings team put a full game together? We, we continue to talk about it every week. Uh, last week it was the defense. Offense str- uh, started out strong and then finished strong. But can we put a full all three phases of the ball game together? And if that's the case, this is going to be a Vikings team that a lot of people are saying, OK, they are for real. A lot of people don't take us serious right now, rightfully so, uh, to the point of, you know, facing all the backup quarterbacks. But this is a really good team. So uh, you got this week, you got next week against the Cowboys, you got the Patriots, the Jets. This is the toughest part of the schedule. So can we do it? I hope so. I hope so. It's it's much needed, and I think that this team talks about that all the time. But I do think it's still a very good sign that when there is a phase that might be slacking, the others pick it up. Yeah. And that's been the case every year. It is a little bit like complimentary football, but that complete game, if it's not against this team, I'm still okay. I'm still, you know, optimistic that moving forward it will happen. You know, we talk about this before, but the strength of schedule hasn't been really great. Yeah. So it's really good that you are 7 and 1 right now. That's if you're looking at that and you're not even thinking about the team itself. Like what do the Vikings have? If you're looking at that schedule, you're saying, "Okay, all of these are winnable. The Eagles is definitely the toughest one." Yeah. 
and that's what's happened. So you've done everything you need to do up until this point. November is going to be tough. Get what you can get out of it and and see if you can just become a better team. You know, you've, you've set yourself get up pretty wins. good in the record. You're going to win yeah. the division. <laughs> I hope so. God, if you lose, the Vikings that lose That would be the, epic. Let's not talk Let's not about, even put that out there. Uh, but we'll, let's put this out there. Robert Smith is on the line. But before we get to Robert Smith, uh, let's take a quick break, pay some bills, and then we'll talk to Robert Smith on the second half of this show right here on the Minnesota Vikings podcast. Hey, Vikings fans. Right now, you can pick up a commemorative Vikings cup at U.S. Bank Stadium. Fill it with an ice cold Pepsi, and you'll be ready for football watching. Spala Montage is the Twin Cities' premier salon and spa destination and proud official hair sponsor of the Minnesota Vikings cheerleaders. With three convenient locations in Edina, Woodbury, and Chanhassen, there's a Spalon close to you. Visit online at Spalon.com. Welcome back to the Minnesota Vikings podcast presented by Pepsi. My name is Gabe Henderson. I'm alongside Tatum Everett and producer Eric Davidson here in Egan inside the TCO Performance Center radio room. And uh, joining us now is Vikings legend. Uh, he now serves as an analyst for Fox Sports. His name is Robert Smith. And uh, Robert, thanks for joining uh, we started this show off talking about uh, your famous 169-yard rushing day against the Bills uh, back in 1997. But uh, since that game, the Vikings have yet to beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Uh, just, just based off of your performance, what what makes it so tough to play up there? Uh, well, fortunately, we played them, I think it was the first game of the year, wasn't it? Yep, yep. Yeah, it was uh, very early in the season. And, you know, obviously the elements – can make it really difficult up there. And I guess they're doing a new stadium and they've decided to change the layout uh, to uh, account for the winds that can come off of the lake. So you get some pretty bad winds that come off of Lake Erie. Uh, You know, that can make it difficult, but you know, this is just, it's, it's a completely different team. I think this year, even with the injuries that they have bringing Vaughn Miller in on that defensive front, I mean, they really get after people. They were a good defense last year. Uh, and when they're at full strength this year, they they can be dominating. Robert, you've been on the call for Fox for several games. Have you called a Buffalo game yet? No, I haven't called. I haven't okay, called just Buffalo wondering. Games. You know, Fox. So Is Fox NFC, mostly yeah. will. We'll, yeah, Fox. Yeah, we're mostly NFC. So and you know, I'm I'm the low man on the totem pole too. So <laughs> we're not. Unfortunately, we didn't. We haven't called any Vikings games, and we haven't called. Uh, uh, any Buffalo games? You guys are too good. Oh well, I don't. Yeah, it's, You're never it's, running out hard. <laughs> well, it is surprising though that I guess this team is out to a seven and one start for some people. I know last season you and I sitting in TCO studios for road games, watching these one yeah. score games. I mean, they're. I mean, they lost eight yeah. one score games last yeah. season. You turn this around this year, it's six straight. What have you seen as the difference in this team that's able to reverse what was happening last year? Well, I think the team just hasn't panicked. And, you know, it's different circumstances, different year and, you know, different, you know, you have a whole different coaching staff. I think certainly the culture is different, but, you know, I think that the the team is really just kind of settled in and guys have made plays when they've needed to. And it's not that guys last year couldn't. Sometimes you have changes with records like that, and you have shifts where it goes, yeah, we're 6-8 and eight a year ago. I think it's 6-0 and oh, uh, this year in those one-score games. Uh, sometimes it's, it's just those little things, you know, attention to detail and talking about focus for, as a coaching staff and implementing as a team those minute differences 
and details at crunch time, I think that can that can just be the difference in, in the game when you have situations that that call for, you know, just somebody making the right block here or picking up the right blitz at perfect time. Hey, you look at just uh, just the, the rushing explosives for this Vikings team this year. Uh, of course, you know, when you look at back at your days, you, you still hold the all-time NFL record for average yards per touchdown, which is, I believe, 27 yards. When, when you look at just the run explosives this year, why haven't the Vikings been able to get some of those explosives outside of that 53-yard touchdown run that Dalvin Cook had against the Miami Dolphins? Well, you know, I think the interesting thing about what the Vikings have been able to do this year, and and look, you know, the, the toughest part of the schedule is coming up. I understand yeah. that. And the Vikings have, have certainly been fortunate in, in playing some backups. And if Josh Allen doesn't play this week, and I think it'll be the fourth backup quarterback that the Vikings have played. But on the positive side, you know, not just the performance in those one-score one games, but you're talking about a new defensive front and you're talking about a new offense. And in talking to Dalvin Cook before the season there at training camp, he was telling me that, you know, that a little bit less of an outside zone team and, uh, you know, more of a mid-zone team. So it's more of these duo blocks and a little bit more of uh, understanding timing and patience from a different perspective. So some of those things can just take time. And, of course, you know, you got a rookie at, at right guard with Ingram. So, you know, just kind of growing pains, I think, you know, with new schemes, it can take some time to develop those things. But I think the the addition of uh, TJ Hawkinson is just uh, just a tremendous move. We had a chance to call one of their games earlier in the year. And when you have weapons like that, you know, you add add in uh, with Justin Jefferson and Thielen and, and, and KJ, you add a guy like TJ Hawkinson where you almost have to play, you know, some sort of too high shell where you get those safeties out of the box. I think that those opportunities for those bigger runs are going to come. I know that we can't, you know, actually give real, real glimpses into the future. But as far as the run game, do you think that this is a game where the Vikings could capitalize despite Buffalo being big up front? I know I know they're missing Greg Russo potentially this this game. But um, but do you think this is a game where they could kind of make it big in the run game and establish that fast? Well, I sure hope so. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, that was really it was really the difference in the Jets game, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think most of most of the game they really were able to dominate the the line of scrimmage against Buffalo, and and they did it when they needed to the most. You know, on that on that last drive for the uh, game winning what ended up being the game winning field goal, you know they were able to run the ball. So I think it's not just you know Rousseau, you know I don't know that Edmonds is going to be healthy or Milano is going to be healthy. You know they've got they've got some some guys that are banged up on that defensive side of the ball. So. You would hope. And again, I think that because you're talking about a new scheme and the players being better at it at this time of the year, you're hoping that that's the reason, not the reason, just that they're going to be some guys banged up on the defensive side for Buffalo. Yeah. And you look at that. I mean, if I'm this Vikings team, I'm saying let's let's run the ball and let's run it off tackle and use this outside zone. Because when you turn on the film against the, the Jets and the Packers, I mean, both of those teams rush for a combined 380 rushing yards against them. So the recipe for success is there, even though this is, a you know, the sixth best run defense in the NFL. But Tatum just talked about Gregory Rousseau. I want to stick on the, the pass rush side of the ball. I'm going to throw you some numbers. <laughs> 79 pressures. 13 sacks, uh -huh. 55 hurries, and 11 QB hits. 
That's the numbers combined for Zadarius Smith and Daniil Hunter thus far this year. <laughs> what makes this duo so dynamic thus far? Oh, man, it's it's been great. I, and, you know, when you talk about defensive ends and their ability to rush and trying to account for them, you know, as an offense, the thing that you always say is, okay, well, if there's one guy, we can do something with the formation. We can get a back over there to help chip. You know, there are things that you can do. But when you have two guys like that, coming off of the edge, it can just be so difficult for an opposing offense to account for those guys. And, you know, I think Zadarius in particular, this is nothing against Daniil, but I think Zadarius in particular has just kind of come in with this attitude that I got the the big free agent deal and I got to come in here and show out. It's been tremendous watching his play throughout the course of the year. He just plays with this fire, and he's been not not just with the QB pressures, but he's been great in the run game too. So I, just kind of watching this defense, and again, considering that Ed Donatel bringing in a new a new system, and you know guys that even were on the team playing you know slightly different techniques than they were a year before, I think they've really grown into this scheme. But yeah, it's definitely been fun to watch those guys on the edge when you get teams into obvious passing situations and you have to try and stop those two beasts on the outside. You mentioned that there are new faces on the defense. What is another player that you have enjoyed watching as far as a, a free agent acquisition or rookie that has been playing on that side of the ball? Uh, you know, maybe not. Well, I know he's not a rookie, but I think watching his play this year uh, has been impressive to me has been Cam Dantzler because I, I think that he's just kind of risen to the challenge. And I think that's been a, a problem in the past that weren't quite sure if he was always 100% dialed in, right? But I think he's third on the team in tackles and, you know, just playing much better. So it's fun to see that evolution for guys because at, at some point it just kind of, you know, whether it's a coaching thing or, you know, guys just kind of feeling a different level of motivation, just kind of seeing his play evolve and, and grow this year has been fun for me. Yeah, that's a really good point you make um, because Durante Jones, defensive backs coach for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, he was a def defensive backs coach two years ago, Cameron Dantzler's rookie season. Then he went to LSU last year, and we kind of saw that dip in Cam Dantzler's play. Now he's back. Mm -hmm. So now you start to see, oh, well, maybe it's Durante Jones that is you know, starting to you know, get it. Maybe it's just like you said, maybe it's just the coaching. Like, how would you just assess, you know, just this defense making this resurgence, including the secondary play with, you know, this new defensive coaching staff? Yeah, you know, I thought I think especially, you know, Tatum was talking about it, you know, the the nervous moments that we had, you know, the the. Uh, the numbers about the defense and the number of points that they gave going going into half, you know, one of the worst, if not, I think they were the worst in the league last year. Yeah. And one of the best, <laughs> Yeah, and one of the best in the league at that this year. And, you know, the run defense getting better. Yeah, it's just, it's it's been great to see. And, you know, talking about total team efforts and, you know, complimentary football, kind of what that can mean. I mean, it's just so important. And, Again, you know, you look at the Vikings schedule at the beginning of the season and, you know, it's, it's, it's down near the bottom in the league up to this point. So now it's the prove it time, right? And you've had the opportunity to grow offensively and defensively. Now you're going to have a chance to show it, you know, with the schedule coming up and the Bills, Cowboys, Pats and Jets, you know, being so much different than, you know, kind of what people thought going into the season. So this is going to be a tough stretch, but I think it's, 
it's a team that's really kind of growing into its new schemes and believes in itself. Now it's time to go out and, and execute. Yeah, this is this is like best case scenario for for Vikings fans. You got the the Vikings with a four and a half game lead in the NFC North. The, the Packers are aren't the Packers that we're used to. Uh, just being a former Viking, how, how are you feeling? Even though you have to be non biased, <laughs> well, does he have to be non biased? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I have to. I have to. Hey, I have to be non biased when I'm calling the games. But as we've said, right, I'm not calling any Vikings. I've games. seen him watch a Vikings game. There's no non bias in Robert Smith unless he's got the professional hat on. <laughs> I love no, it. It's, a, it's it's great to see, and you know, you you never want to just keep beating up the previous regime and. You know, I think that a lot of guys have talked about just kind of just a different feeling in the locker room. And it's been fun to kind of hear that from the very beginning and then kind of see what that has meant, I think, for the play of the team. And it's just so much fun to, you know, watch the celebrations, you know, whether it was the bowling one or I love seeing Cam Dantzler do the waddle every time. That was always I thought you were talking about Big Kirko. And the chain celebration. Everybody's talking about oh, that. Oh well, I was, I was, I was getting to Kirk, and you know, he said, "I'm ab- what is it? I'm always, I'm absolutely strapped." Like it's but it's just, it's, you know, it, it's a team having a lot of fun. But you know what? Every team in the league, even the, you know, you're the Eagles, you're the Vikings, whoever it is, you're going to face adversity. It's going to be coming. It's, ha- it's already happened to Buffalo, right? So just get ready for it. And, you know, the, the, t- the true test of a team isn't how you perform or how you respond when things are going well. It's how when things aren't going the way that you want them to go, how do you play? And I think that's what's been encouraging about this season so far. You know, I think, uh, you know, the, the game last week against the Commanders, that was, that was one where it could have been another one of those situations where, oh, you know, we're down late in the game and this is the same old routine, but, you know, came back and made the plays when they needed to. So that's an encouraging sign. But, yeah, it's just been, it's been a blast. It really has because, as, you know, you talked about, you know, with the season a year ago and the, and the close losses, it was just so frustrating. And now seeing the team kind of take that next step even with the new schemes, you know, it's just it's just been fun to see. Yeah, very fun to see. And I think the most fun part is the fact that this Vikings team is 7-1 and one and on a six-game winning streak uh, heading into Buffalo. So uh, hopefully we get a win up there. And, Robert, uh, hopefully you're cheering at home for, for the team in purple. Appreciate you joining us today. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> that is former Vikings running back, Vikings legend, Robert Smith. Vikings fans, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Minnesota Vikings podcast presented by Pepsi. For Tatum Everett, Eric Davidson, and our guest of the night, Mr. Robert Smith. My name is Gabe Henderson. Talk to you next week. Woo!